This is the No Chance Radio Show, and we are your hosts. I'm Ryan Corpus. And I'm Nate Lumonlon. Before we get into this week's episode, we got to give a huge shout out to this week's sponsor, Guaki Yerba Mate. Bro, Nate, you ever just wake up in the morning feeling groggy, uninspired, and just plain sick and tired of being sick and tired all the time? I'll be honest, man. That's me every morning. Damn. Well, I got something for you. With a nice cold can with Guaki Yerba Mate, you can sure as hell get you right. Maybe you're posted up at the Supreme lineup in the morning with the homies, or maybe you need an afternoon pick-me-up after spending the last 10 hours packing orders for your aspiring clothing brand. Be sure to get right and come to life with Guayaki Yerba Mate. All right, let's get into this week's episode. Let's do it. No chance. Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of the NCR Show. Hyped to be here. Nate, how you feeling today, man? Not going to lie, man. I'm a little tired. A little tired? I'm a little tired. It's been... It hasn't been a long week. I'm just bullshitting. <laughs> I'm, but I'm, I'm here. I'm present. It's only Tuesday. Yeah, I know, man. Look, you know, when you're grinding, every day is, every day is Monday. Respectable, respectable. The, the grind never stops in, in, in your world, in, in both of our worlds. True. Man, I'm so happy to be back on this week's episode. I know we claim it every week, but you got to give us a chance, man. Give us a chance to prove ourselves. We're back on this cadence of every week. We're doing our best. I'm sure you guys heard the sounds in the beginning. We got a nice little intro. We're we're grooving. I think we're getting a, a, a good rhythm going. Yeah, pretty soon we'll be making money off of this, hopefully. Very soon, yeah. very soon. Passive income is like the trending topic of the year i would say I would going say into so. 2022 that's kind of our goal everything from merch to ads to what's that one thing that people pay for to see only fans content? patreon oh, okay. <laughs> patreon patreon you know thinking about other outlets to create content for you guys the video podcast coming soon i hate the term coming soon but that's the only way that i can describe <laughs> it but yeah man let's get into this week's episode we got a lot to talk about first and foremost i really want to talk about complex con I had the privilege of going for the first time. Nate, you haven't been yet, right? I have yet to go. But we've been talking about this ever since the first initial Complex Con um, was an idea. This was back in, I want to say 2017, 2018? Around that time. One of those two years. Okay. The first one being in Long Beach. For those of you that aren't aware of what Complex Con is, it's literally a big show and tell of brands coming together with larger exhibitors in Long Beach. Typically, this is run by, you know, um, the bigger brands. So if you don't know Complex, Complex is like a huge media company. Um, They run, you know, shows like Sneaker Shopping, the Complex Sneakers Podcast, you know, all those really big, um, you know, sneaker, streetwear oriented, fashion lifestyle oriented pieces of content. Now, they do this every year. They didn't do this last year. It was more of like a virtual experience. It was Complex Land, I think, right? Complex Land, I think, was like their online experience but complex con essentially it's a two-day weekend um filled with you know panels um shopping a lot of shopping um exclusive drops and you know it's it's a like i said it's like a show and tell with all your favorite influencers um and people come correct when it comes to like the outfits and the sneakers and it's it's definitely a a vibe i would say that for sure yeah i mean i've yet to go but 
you know, just looking at the first one and the last couple ones, it looks like, you know, it looks like a good time. Yeah, um, I yeah. would say it is. Um, it's definitely like an eye-opening experience when you go for the first time. Um, this this most recent one, the 2021 event, was the first one since COVID. So right. obviously they had a bunch of precautions. Uh, everyone was wearing 80% of people were wearing masks <laughs> indoors. But um, it was definitely like one of those things that you miss about live conventions, in-person events is like that energy of being able to see like your favorite influencer celebrity for the first time, like in the flesh. But also you get to see like new product that is exclusive just to the event, which those two things are probably like the most like um, most top of mind things or one of the reasons why I've always wanted to go in general. I think, you know, one of the first complex cons they did like the whole like Nike and, and Adidas dropped hella shit. Yeah, Bape had the fucking Lambo that was dope, like wrapped in in the Bape camo. Like all that stuff was so cool to to kind of witness from afar. But then when you finally there and you get to see like, oh, that's just Jay Balvin at his booth, or like, oh, that's just you know Metro Boomin just walking around like super casual. Like yeah, super casual, and like everyone is super cool, and like you're able to like approach people because they know like kind of what this environment entails. Right. Um, but I would say the biggest thing that I took away from the event were the brands. Like you would think that for a convention of this there yeah, a convention of this stature would only bring in like the big names, right? Like of course you see the Joe Fresh goods. You, um Kerwin Frost is starting to become a big name within like this sneaker streetwear lifestyle space. The Pleasures, Crocs, like all the 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 brands that you would expect to be at an event like this, Billionaire Boys Club. One of the things that surprised me a lot is that they only made up maybe like 60% of the booths at the show. The rest of that was made up by these like lower tier unknown brands, which kind of brought back that like self-discovery of like walking into a random shop or, you know, you know, seeing someone wear a shirt that you have no idea where it's from. Like that made ComplexCon actually kind of interesting. Yeah, I saw a lot of um, saw a lot of local brands. Mm-hmm. I saw a lot of smaller brands there, which I thought was interesting because normally, like you mentioned, you only see the likes of like the hundreds or right. like a Bape or mm-hmm. a Nike booth or Adidas, whatever it may be. But it's kind of cool to see those smaller brands be able to sort of break into that space where traditionally it was only meant for sort of the the bigger players in the game you know what i mean yeah and in the past we've seen a lot of those bigger players like fall off from going to the actual event nike and adidas haven't been you know a part of complex con since maybe like the second or third year i'm not sure exactly when but they made a huge splash in the beginning but you don't really see them as much anymore now it's more about kind of highlighting those local brands like you mentioned even some of the smaller niche brands that are kind of like popping off like um, ignored prayers is like a big yeah. brand that's coming up right now. Um, I, I was seeing a uh, circulate, um, uh, he's, which is run by young Corey. Shout out to young Corey. That's like a really dope up and coming brand. Um, Bristol studios, which is one of my favorites. Cause they have like that basketball inspired look and they're killing it with the shorts. Like yeah. those, like those smaller yet, like still receiving coverage type brands are like some of our favorites. And they stood out the most at an event like this, which is really sick. But it really gets me thinking about brands in general, because 
I know for a lot of people when it comes to, you know, a, whether it's a complex con or just like self-discovery of, of brands on a day-to-day basis on Instagram or Pinterest, whatever you guys use to, to discover new clothing brands, YouTube. I think that the biggest question that comes up for me is, you know, one of the things that I noticed is what lifestyle is associated with these brands? Now, that may, may seem like a very, like, large question, but when I'm walking through ComplexCon and I'm seeing each individual booth as it's separated by three walls, it feels like a whole nother world going into each booth. And you almost feel like a certain type of person should be associated with this brand, or you have to be living a certain lifestyle to associate yourself with this brand. Do you ever have that that thinking when it comes to like a certain brand that you're almost purchasing a piece of that lifestyle? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I feel like as somebody who's been interested in streetwear, just clothing and fashion in general, you always you always have that that sense of like I'm buying into this. Mm-hmm thing whatever it may be you know like even back then when you when online shopping wasn't a huge thing you would go around to like your favorite stores yeah. for instance like here in sf like you walk into maybe the black scale store yeah and it's the, that's its own vibe it's a that's, different lifestyle it's a different lifestyle for sure right <laughs> and then you walk into maybe like a huff or you know whatever it may be yeah. and you feel like you're subscribing to that lifestyle by walking into that store and you know, I think the same goes for the product too. You know, you you purchase something from a particular brand and maybe it resonates with you because you've always wanted to live the sort of lifestyle that they're portraying, live in this universe of I'm wearing Stussy, so that means like I I subscribe to this surfer outdoorsy right. skate, like Southern California easygoing lifestyle, right? Yeah. Um, or for instance, like I mentioned black scale earlier, I subscribe to this sort of, I don't even know how to describe it. Hey, Megan, please don't talk shit about me in the comments. <laughs> if you're listening to this, you're on a shit uh, list now, but, um, you know, like you subscribe to this like dark sort of, I don't even know. How That's to exactly describe, what you know? it is though. Like yeah. you, you think back to like the, the, the days of like when ASAP Rocky became like, a figure and only wore was like that black scale look and feel. Yeah. And then next thing you know, you associate black scale with like, you know, like you're saying, it's kind of dark. It's kind of like gritty, you know, underground kind of, yeah. gritty. Yeah. Right. Like, and so when you start to see people pair up things like Pyrex and off white with black scale and you're wearing all black and white and like different, you know, size garments, like people weren't used to like, you know, kilts and shorts with, like leggings underneath, Assless like, chaps. I don't know? think that that was ever a trend okay, in the streetwear community, a, but uh, that might have been underground different. thing, might have been like an underground thing. But like, 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 um, like you were saying, like the that was a, like that was a look, but it was more of a feeling that people wanted to, right. f- to like express, you know. So I want to feel like I'm part of the ASAP mob, so I'm gonna wear black scale and you know, Pyrex and like all these things. So I can feel like I'm a part of that movement because at the time, like whether it was ASAP Rocky or Tyler, the creator with the whole Supreme thing, yeah. you wanted to feel a part of something. Right. And if you felt like if I bought into this, I would feel like I was part of this crew, you know? Right. I mean, I think that just goes back to sort of why a lot of people like streetwear in the first place yeah. is because it's a, it's made up of 
you know, all these different sorts of lifestyles that we keep talking about. And you're, you know, as a part of the streetwork community, you can be part of all those different, I guess, quote unquote, subgenres. Yeah. And still, it still all falls under one umbrella. You know what I mean? It's like a, I always talk about this, but it's like, creating a character in a video game which mm. is like becoming more and more real every day right like you get to choose essentially who you are in a way right you write your own story and i think that's what a lot of people who are coming into the streetwear community want to do right we you know like we grew like we grow up and we don't know who the fuck we are and then Facts. all of a sudden we find this thing and we're like okay i want to be a part of this this seems cool and so we buy into that literally buy into that um you know not only purchasing things physically but also mm. buying into like the mindset like the mood sort of the energy behind whatever it is that you're that you're trying to be a part of you know and um yeah, I mean, it's becoming more and more of a thing every day. You know, we talk about, I think last week we kind of, we had a discussion about like the whole Facebook, like metaverse thing and like building your own universe. Right. And that's, and that's essentially what streetwear has been for the past however True. many years is like you're building your own universe and, you know, this is me, this is who and I am. And it's been more of that this past year yeah for sure because there is no in-person cultural gathering or and we talked about this in an old episode about how there were certain sections in like harajuku or in japan where the kids would always like congregate and flex and show off their their newest style and separate themselves from others now that's more of a virtual thing than ever before right it's the tiktok it's the instagram reels it's it's all these like experiences that don't take place in person as much anymore but there's one thing that you brought up that was 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 super good and I, I just want to build on that real quick because we all have personal experiences in wanting to kind of buy into things right. and that's where I want to get real personal yeah in this section right here and I want to talk about our moment where we felt like we if we bought this article of clothing we were more a part of this than we were without it right. and this brings up my question. What do you think comes first? Is it the self-discovery of a brand and then now you become part of that brand? Or do you think it's more so this, this mindset that you're trying to create, like this image that you want to be like, so you search for things that are associated with that and maybe potentially you discover a brand or, you know? I think for myself, like speaking from personal experience, it was definitely the latter, you know? Um, one, when you asked me that question, one experience really sticks out particularly in my mind. Uh, it was when, so in third grade, I had to transfer schools uh, going into fourth grade. And so I was the new kid at school, right? I didn't know what to expect. And I moved to like a different part of town. And, you know, I was, I, I obviously, like I stuck out, like I did not fit in. You remember um, the third grade? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, so um, I was I was the new kid, and um, I had never been exposed to like streetwear or anything like that before. I mean, I had through my brother because he was into it, but it was just I didn't feel like that was me at the time. Right. I didn't, you know, I, I was like, oh, I don't really care. Um, but I was I was the new kid, right? And um, 
it's always hard being the fucking new kid in, in school. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. Like you stick out. Everybody knows you're new. Everybody's been hanging out for like years and years <laughs> and years. And you're just like, who the fuck is this guy? Um, and so I tried to like make friends like the traditional way. Like, hey, what's up? Blah, 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 you know, and I was wearing like these dusty at like not dusty, but I was just wearing like some random ass clothes. Wrangler jeans. Wrangler jeans, whatever. <laughs> Oshkosh bagosh, whatever. You name it. Children's place, you know, all that stuff, <laughs> oh, right? Oh, shit. And um, kids are mean, you know? Kids can be mean. So, Hell you know, yeah. I kind of got picked on a little bit. And so I was like, I went home one day. I was like, man, I'm trying to fit in. Like, I'm trying to be, like, part of the this group of kids. I'm like, maybe if I just, you know start dressing like them that'll be my in you know because they were they would always talk about like shoes like sneakers this is third grade yeah this is like this is like early 2000 this is like 2003 or four damn you had you had some pretty intellectual like elementary schoolers yeah but the thing is is like all these kids that were into streetwear and sneakers and stuff they all learned that from their older siblings right? right so it got passed down to them and so naturally I told my brother, I was like, hey, can you give me the, are you getting these Jordans that are coming out this week? Can you, do you think you can get me a pair? Damn. And um, luckily for me, my brother at the time was dating this, this girl who, whose family had a decent chunk nice, of change. Nice. So, sugar mom action. Yeah, exactly. Love so it. they ended up getting me a pair of Jordans, um, the same ones that they ended up getting that, that week or whatever. And, you know, once you throw those on, you go to school. Damn. Going from like, you know, some random like Payless shoes to like Damn. wearing J's the next week. It's like, when'd you get those? You know, Who's it's the a, new it's kid. A, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like a talking point. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, like, oh, now we have something more in common. Right. Now, like, we can really start talking about whatever, you know, and just learning, you know, immersing myself in that sort of like sneaker streetwear culture and learning about all that and listening to like, you know, just every, every facet of that. And in a way, like researching and be able to carry a conversation about those things, I think. So in a way I was buying into this lifestyle because, well, I always thought it was cool, but also Mm -hmm. because this was a way in for me. This is a way for me to feel like I belong. Right. Like I'm not an outsider. You know? No, I mean that that's a very common situation amongst like younger kids, right? Especially in that like I mean, I don't know about elementary school, but that like middle school, high school phase where like the influence from entertainment and TV and you see like ki- like how things or how things play out on social media, like there's so much I'm so glad I didn't grow up in this social media age as oh, a yeah. kid. I would be I would I wouldn't know what to do with myself. I would right. feel like I needed to have Dior on in the in in high school. You know right. what I mean? Like at this point it's it's a little fucked, but I have a very similar experience to that one. And this was when I was in high school. I will I will not say his name, but uh he knows who he is. Um but he was um he was my good friend in high school. And he didn't have a lot of his family didn't have a lot of money, so he got a lot of hand me downs from um, a couple of our, like the more stylish kids in school. But he always he always felt like he had to have like some ownable piece like that wasn't a hand me down that he could like purchase himself. So one day, and when I was in high school, this was when like 
every color Air Force One was like the most popular, like the right. most popular sneaker, right? So he comes to high school one day, and um, he had he has a pair of like kind of over flooded pants on, like just a little bit more baggy, and they're just like hovering over his sneaker. And I'm looking from the side, I'm like, damn, he just got a pair of like brand new white Air Force Ones, like yeah. this is dope. And he had the, like the little Air Force One Dubray on it too, and I was like, Ooh, damn, yeah. these are sick, like they're crispy. I was like, bro, where'd you get these? He's like. Man, you know, like I finally pulled the trigger on a pair and I'm like so hyped and like he wore them like, you know, a couple times um, throughout the week and nobody ever questioned shit. Like you see a pair of all white forces, you see like the little like rivets on the bottom, like you know they're a pair of forces. It's chunky. So eventually, this is maybe like the second day he, he had worn them um, because the first day he worn it was a Friday and we didn't have... You know, we had free play on a, uh, at PE on Friday, so nobody right. had to dress up. So he just wore the same thing. Come Monday, he wore the same shoes. And, um, you know, we, we go to PE. Everyone gets dressed or whatever. You know, we're all hanging out, like, playing basketball. He comes out, and, uh, you know, we see the forces. But we look at the side, and we're like, I didn't know there was a dunk man on, the, on, oh, man. on Air Force Ones. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it kind of caught him off guard, and he was like, yeah, man, like, these are these are shacks <laughs> these are shacks and trust me you know the, our whole group gave him hell for at least a week yeah but you know it's one of those things where like trying to play off a sneaker as something that it isn't even though it looks completely the same right it's just that one thing of like a nike swoosh separated him belonging and him like not and that 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 shit really makes you think because when i think about brands that you know create lookalikes from like thrifted clothes or like certain aesthetics from like thrifted but because it doesn't have that label of you know i'm gonna just use the needles versus any other flannel you can get at a goodwill like that difference maker can separate you from being a part of the in crowd and not right so if we were to like bring this all together and again like one of the things that i find myself doing is like pushing too much of a narrative and no creating no potential solution (laughs) that like could be followed what do you think listeners or anyone out there today that's that's kind of going through like thinking through how to maneuver in certain environments whether it's like Maybe you want to be a part of the of, of the cool crowd. You see a lot of people that are like influential. You know, they they're maybe they're the, the cool people that work at the streetwear shops, and you think like, man, like that looks like so much fun. I want to be around, you know, them and streetwear and 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 listen to that type of music. What kind of advice or direction would you give a kid or a grown man, adult, woman, what what have you, to on how to navigate through that? Well, I think you know the older. The older I get, I start to realize that, you know, none of that, the shit that you think about as a kid when you're growing up, like, I want to be part of this crowd or this Mm -hmm. because I want to feel a sense of belonging. I feel like, you know, at the end of the day, that's, that's kind of a, it's kind of horseshit, you know? Right. Like, I understand, like, everybody has that, that, that need to feel, maybe not everybody, but most people feel the need to feel like they belong that to feel like they're a part of something right Mm -hmm. everybody has that from time to time um but i think the people who i look up to now especially the people who i look to 
who I want to be like are people who really don't give a fuck and they're just right. like themselves like I remember I remember uh like a couple years back you know Jason Dill he he always wears like penny loafers he yeah. always wears loafers right and everybody was like man those are trash yeah, like, no yeah. gonna wear yeah, those you know what I mean and but he didn't give a fuck he's like doesn't matter like I'm cool like I'm still cool with or without yeah, yeah exactly yeah. like I'm like I'm cool to people with Supreme. Like who the fuck are you to? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he didn't give a like people like that don't give a fuck. You know, and I think, I think if you want to be part of something, I think the best way is just to be authentically yourself. Right. You know what I mean? But there's also there's also a fine line of not giving a fuck because you really don't and not giving a fuck because that you think that's, that's cool. cool right, right. yeah like, i've seen tons of those people right. and it comes off as so unnatural yeah. even, even though like not giving a fuck isn't like um like a uh i don't think of it as a persona like it's hard to think of someone trying not to give a fuck right you know what i mean so right. when you see it you feel it right but Jason Dill is such a good example of that holy it's shit like you know like he just does his own thing like it, yeah. it's it's naturally him and he, you know, he does it so well because it's just authentic, you know? You don't look at him and you're like, oh, you're just doing that because you want to be fucking cool. No, you know I, I agree. Mean? I agree. There's a, there's a big, big point there. And I think, you know, when you say, like, be yourself, don't give a fuck, that is, that is number one, right. I would say. Because no one can be a better you than you at the right, end. or exactly. any cliche that comes right. from being yourself you know what i mean and so i'd say like focus on being yourself as an individual right but then there's also a flip side to that that i think when people think i want to be part of that cool crew or i want to be a, like how do i implement myself into that well there is going to take a bit of working for that you know right, what i mean true. like it requires a bit of making friends and networking and like not being a dick like yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean like it, that that's it that, that's actually kind of hard for a lot of people you know right. like you see a, a group of people talking that may have known each other for 10 plus years and you, you come in as the oddball and you want to fit in and like make that connection like maybe there's 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 ways in for nate when he was in elementary school Man. it required a pair of jordans maybe it requires you know hitting the weed or like wearing a certain brand like you never really know and i think like gauging it to the point where it's like am i overextending myself to fit in with these people exactly or is this someone that i authentically feel like i can be a part of and that i feel like they would accept me in this crew if i again take the step to introduce myself take the step to like start a conversation which is nothing wrong with that it's it's getting outside your comfort zone like all those things combine kind of create this environment where you feel like you can be yourself but also feel like you're taking a risk and a chance because that's very much needed to like advance in any situation you know right you know what's funny is that those people that i tried to impress or tried to be cool with in elementary school like ain't shit now i like i don't even (laughs) talk to them anymore you know like i we're still cool but it's like i don't even really talk to you like that anymore you know and it's like I don't know. I think, of course, like in order to be a part of something in a way, you have to pay your dues. That's you know? a big one. And I don't want to. That sounds scary when you say that out loud, right? But it doesn't have to be anything like, oh, I have to 
do heroin to it's be not part a of hazing. It. Yeah, you it's know, not like, hazing. Like you just, it's you know, not a frat. Yeah. <laughs> like you can just make friends with somebody like the old fashioned way by, you know, exactly. like it doesn't have to be this whole ordeal of fuck. Like I got to dress in head to toe Rick Owens to be yeah. part of this group. Or I have you know? to spend this amount of money just yeah. to like show that I belong. Like yeah. I think the most, like the most natural friendships that I've made post turning, I don't know, like what's an impactful age post turning 21 or 22 when you become a little bit more cognizant of this shit is like, it's always been the most natural in like settings where i I want to be, you know what I mean? Like the bar, the bar, the tattoo parlor, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like going to my favorite shop. Eventually you strike up a conversation outside of, yo, what size do you have in this? Like a lot of those things come really natural if you're in places where you feel like you like where you personally feel like you belong. Like I wouldn't ever like, well, I wouldn't say never, but I wouldn't ever put myself in a position or be be in a setting where I know I was completely like I know that this isn't my thing, you know, like. So kind of going forward, like when you start to think about those things, whether you want to go to the pop up, whether, whether you want to go to the, 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 the product launch or wait in line at whatever shop, like there's bound to be someone that's pretty similar to you in right. some way, shape or form, you know? Right. This feels like a, um, I don't know. This feels like a, uh, an episode where we're like, you're, you're not alone. Like, <laughs> I mean, we could I say mean, that, but to be honest, <laughs> if you're alone, then, you know, you could always I, listen to us talk. <laughs> true. But yeah, I mean, yeah, there's, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try to fit in, in a group of like, like if Tim Cook and Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk were all sitting in a room, I'm not going to try to insert myself in that conversation. No, like, you know, I'm just like, no. uh, you guys do your thing. I don't have know? that. I don't have enough commas yeah. to even like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? What? In what situation am I in a room with all three of these motherfuckers? Right. Like, what conversation are we having? You know, right. you know, like I'm not going to try to fit in into that. And you know, everybody says, oh, you got to put yourself in uncomfortable situation, whatever. You don't always have to. Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't have to, if it, if it comes about naturally, like honestly, that's the best way to do it. And you don't have to buy into lifestyle to feel like you, I, it it goes back to like thinking, I don't want to get it. It's fucking, let's just, (laughs) but I would, I would, it would be remiss for us to say that we've never done this before. No, for sure. I mean, like this is all part of like our personal experience. I, when I was in high school, I, there was like these, the, this crew uh, of dudes that were like the upperclassmen that would have all the best SB heat. They'd have their own personal clothing brands that they would wear to school. Like I remember one time I showed up freshman orientation and he had on, he had an all-over print Stushi shirt with camo shorts and some SB Dunks. And I was like, I need fucking that. Yeah. So sophomore year, my first day of school, I came in with fucking black and white Uyghur Dunks. I had camo shorts and I had an all-over print Stushi t-shirt because that's what I saw as being like cool. And of course I did that. The next three fits were all like exactly the same. Like, yeah. And that's something that we all like go through. I'm sure like everyone, even to this day, like, there's certain moments where I'll see something really cool and I'll be like, wow, like I, I, that's what I want to look like or that's my inspiration for this next outfit. And I know Nate does that the same when he sees me like wear certain things. He's just like, yo, like that, that's crazy how you put that together. <laughs> I need to know where you got that from, yeah. you know? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm glad you, I'm glad you agree with me. I, I, I agree. <laughs> yep. Cool. Now that we settled that debate. <laughs> 
after seeing all the fit pics and uh, I, it'd be funny if people go to your pictures going forward and comment and be like yo i saw ryan wearing that last <laughs> week my lord and savior <laughs> but yeah it, essentially that's kind of what we're getting to man i think this whole idea of just talking about brands rebranding buying into lifestyles it's, it's all synonymous with kind of how we spend our money and what we keep our attention to because at the end of the day like we are not these brands and i don't want people to think that just because you buy a shirt or because you invest a whole shit ton of money in a certain brand or even rep a certain brand that you are that brand you are your own brand right you're not anybody else's brand and i think at the end of the day, the, one of the reasons why this came to a conception, which is the no chance, like sort of empire, if you want to call it that, is because we wanted to create our own brand and that's what we did. So I would say like, yeah, like for, for anyone that's listening, like just focus on creating your own personal brand. That's how I would sum up a little bit of everything. Right. I would agree. You know, I think it's definitely, again... We've talked about this a million times before but, but we need to say it. we need to hit yeah. home with this yeah. so you guys know yeah you know you it, it's about being authentically you and you sort of don't worry about navigating the different spaces of like fitting in or whatever you know i think the more you are yourself the more you the more you stand out but in a good way you know and the more you are able to find those like-minded people. Of right? course. Because like I would never wear a fit that Ryan wears. Like I would never do that. <laughs> but I still respect him. He's still the homie. I still do the podcast with him. I've That's sold him. so many clothes to you. That's just him. <laughs> That's just him, right? But he's himself. He's himself. I deserve and I respect that one. It. And I respect it. So, you know, and that's how beautiful friendships are formed. <laughs> I deserve that one. And on that note, guys, we appreciate you guys listening to this week's episode. I think that's a good place to wrap up, no? I think so. Yeah. yeah. That's the way we're going to end this week's episode. Be sure to tune in every week, and I say every week, to the No Chance Radio Show. You can find these episodes on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, fucking Spotify, Spotify Tidal. Um, I don't what, even know what that one is. That's the Jay-Z one. Oh. Pff. Wherever oh, right, you right, right, feel right. that you need to listen to a podcast, just make sure you type in No Chance Radio and you'll find us there. That is this week's episode. Again, make sure you follow us on all socials at No Chance Radio, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch. Uh, we decided to make some sort of visual return. But outside of that, we'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Later. <laughs>